Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kill this. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. What's up, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of the Birdie Num Num Podcast. Sanjay Manitala here. I'm having a good week, and I really hope you all are having a wonderful week here on the podcast, because we have a nice open dialogue every week, you and I, um, today on the podcast. I want to get straight into it, because it is a time right now where a lot of people are wondering... Huh, how do I transition my business to being online? Or huh, how do I get the word out about what I'm trying to do online? And you probably see a lot of your friends and family singing or talking about how they're doing life coaching or um, seeing your friends be influencers on social media and all of that. And so along with that comes this notion from many people, but especially many Desi people, because in the Desi community, it's how could you do that? Uh, you're a failure. Why are you not doing the traditional road traveled in business or medicine or law uh, or tech stuff? And then all of a sudden you succeed and they're like, oh, wow, you were so amazing. I always knew, but there's no in between. And so part of being in between and, you know, whenever people ask me that they want to do stand up comedy or how should they get into it? I tell people, well, have you told your friends that you're doing it? Have you announced to the world on social media that you're doing it? Um, have you even, you know, put the word out or emailed people aside from me just asking general generic advice, but like, have you fully committed? And more often than not, that's not what we do, right? Like most of us, we don't care about telling people we're on a diet, but we want to show up and uh, we want to just be like, oh, wow, look at all those compliments. Look at how amazing you are. You've lost so much weight. But there's a reason most diets fail and most people do not succeed on their first attempt at losing weight. And it's for that exact reason. You know, if you want to know something interesting about conviction, uh, write something down. Because I was reading a book, one of the books I read. And if you guys have any book recommendations, please do uh, send them my way. I just bought a book yesterday, I think, called psychedelic marketing or psycho something marketing. I don't know. I have to see what I just paid $12 for on Amazon here in the US. Um, because I, I, this is one thing I miss about India so much is the books were so much cheaper on Amazon over there. Like a $20 book here is like $4 over there. But I digress already a few minutes into this podcast, two minutes in. So when it comes to all those things, uh, one of the books was saying that uh, they asked a bunch of people if, if they are healthy and if they're going to work out today. Then they asked another bunch of people, are you going to work out today? Write your answer on this sheet of paper. And the people who uh, just said, yeah, I'm going to work out today, only 30% or whatever the stat was worked out. But the people who they said, are you going to work out today? Write yes or no. And I think like write what you're going to do, like 100 pushups or whatever. Those people, like 90% of them, uh, you know, worked out that day and eventually lost weight that month because they committed to the act of writing it down, which somehow triggered something in their synapse or their brain or whatever, uh, and got them to do it. And as I talked about in earlier episodes with a pen and a paper probably being your best tools right now for creativity, for anything more than all the Google uh, analysis and answers and YouTube, and YouTube videos you can watch, a pen and a paper and a nice desk, kind of like this one here at my buddy's house, uh, is all you really need. So not all you really need, but it's probably one of your secret weapons, if you will. So um, the people who just wrote the same thing down, all of their things being equal, lost a lot more weight and exercise more. And when it comes to what we're all trying to do right now in a corona world, in a quarantine world, in a stay relevant on the internet world, all those people who you know had brick and mortar jobs or all those people who 
uh, you know, kind of shied away from the camera or the audio or everything else, guess what? Now they're trying to kill it, bro. You know, now they're trying to realize, oh my dude, I was looking at so many friends and so many people I know in the event management industry and other places who are trying to do webinars and like talk about the state of affairs and all of that stuff. And for sure, you know, a hundred percent, but most people don't watch web. Like I, I'm not going to go watch two people talk about the state of the real estate industry on a webinar. I don't care. You know, I'm not in the like mood to buy a house right now. And even if I were, I'd probably look at Google, but I probably wouldn't watch a 75 minute conversation between two people who I don't know talking about the state of real estate. That's not to say that may not be interesting. That's not to say it may not be for me. Maybe there is value in that. But unless you do what the topic of this podcast is, it's not going to matter, which is, dude, if other people who don't even need to market are marketing, what does that tell you? You know what I mean? Why do Google and freaking Apple and Facebook continue uh, to invest hundreds of millions of billions of dollars in advertising and marketing? Why does Beyonce and Priyanka Chopra and Salman Khan hire influencers. You know, whenever you see your favorite influencers on social media have a picture with like Priyanka Chopra or Deepika Padukone, that's called a press junket. I, I think, I don't know what the term is in India, but basically what happens is if you're like 100,000 following on Facebook or a million following on Instagram or whatever, you get an email saying, hey, do you want to meet Priyanka Chopra for literally two and a half minutes or maybe 30 seconds, you get the photo and then you post about it and you hashtag sky is pink or you hashtag this movie or this actress. And why are they doing that if these people are already so famous? Because they know. They don't know that you know, we know they know, but they know <clears throat> that attention has been hijacked, that you know most people these days don't watch as many movies as they used to. Everybody these days is the hero of their own movie right? So it used to be we all sat around the living room and we all watched the same program. And then we decided, okay, we're in the mood for a family comedy or we're in the mood for a horror movie. But now you have your phone, your brother has his phone, your sister has her phone, your parents have their phones. Even your parents, maybe your dad is watching Kapil Sharma, but he's also looking at his phone and reading WhatsApp forwards everyone's attention has been hijacked, you know, uh, WhatsApp with Indian parents are the best, by the way, but there's way too many jokes on that. But I'm just saying like, there's like, everyone like realizes that attention it's the attention economy. And if Beyonce has to market, if Hollywood and Bollywood stars continue to market, what does that tell you? And many of you are going to be like, oh no, they have to market because they have hundreds of millions of dollars of budget and the stakes are higher. Well, no, yeah, obviously, 100%. But still, in your case, so do you, right? If McDonald's continues to market, does that mean the restaurant down the street does not need to market? No. And some of you who are saying, well, if the restaurant's food was that good, uh, you know, everyone would just know. Maybe. I mean, I'm not saying you got to market online. There's word of mouth marketing. There's, you know, grassroots marketing. There's so many things, but it's still marketing. And one of the biggest problems I see all the time, myself included, is most of us then either only do marketing and we don't focus on our comedy, our podcast, our fashion advice, our blog, our app, our business idea. Um, you know, we only focus on the marketing and no product. But 
Another thing that I'm guilty of is people who only focus on product and they focus zero on marketing. Like when I started stand-up comedy, the thing was, if your jokes are funny, people will find a way. People like you, there's no need to worry about Twitter and YouTube videos and doing every, you know, stuff every girl says or stuff every Gujarati says or stuff every boyfriend says because that content, I still think that content is so hacky, but the reason that content works is it's extremely marketable. Yeah, I don't, if I, if I was on an airplane, well, maybe not an airplane, but if I was at the airport, maybe not an airport. Okay, if I was out and I saw one of the girls in one of those videos with like 6 million views talking about, I probably wouldn't even recognize her face because they're so interchangeable with content like that. But what can you learn from that? Why does that work? Because it's relatable. Because you can still have original content or an original product, but you got to play that game. Why does Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama do like hip hop, peace science, or like try to be cool because they're trying to pander to the youth to get their attention? You know what I mean? If Hillary does something or a politician does something um, that is in line with that, even though, come on, dude, let's all be honest. Like when you get older, you don't care about younger people's problems as much. It's not as important to you. And to those of you who are saying, well, the young people are the future. Well, do you care about listening to your six-year-old nephew talk about freaking SpongeBob SquarePants? Probably not. You're probably rolling your eyes, right? So when a 50-year-old politician is hearing, you know, 16-year-olds talk about Snapchat or whatever, he or she may not care as much. And that's not saying they're insensitive. I'm just saying it's something that we all have to know, right? So like when it comes to attention, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to your marketing, you need to find that balance, dude. And it's really not easy. But like I've said in other podcasts where I say, focus your attention on your attention, uh, I really urge you guys to focus your attention not only on your attention, um, but once you've kind of figured that out, uh, you know, focus it on other people's attention. Because here's the thing, my friends, uh, like so many people give up so early and it's such a shame that I always see friends of mine or people I know and people you may know that, you know, they finally wanted to sing a song on a cover song on YouTube or whatever, or they finally wanted to uh, share a blog or some poetry or whatever. But this is not 30 years, it's not 30 years, this is not five years ago where if they shared that blog, they would have got 200 comments and 500 likes and a, a bunch of attaboys and good job and all that encouragement. I mean, when I was starting to do stand-up comedy, I was horrible, but because the algorithms were what they were, I still got likes, comments, shares, and encouragement, which gave me the confidence to keep going. But these days, taking that first step, uh, nobody's watching when you take that first step. And the people that are watching, like maybe your 10 immediate close friends on social media see it. And because they're such close friends of yours, they might be brutally honest and just be like, oh, yeah, cool. Or ah, ha, ha, maybe singing is not for you. But what talent is for anyone on the first day that they do it or the first month they do it? And on the flip side, you know, we all have friends who think they're like some like... Instagram sultry model. And it's like, what are you doing? You're embarrassing me and you're embarrassing yourself, but let them because it, at the you don't have to engage with it. You don't have to care about it. Um, if they're on your head to like keep coming to their event or to keep donating, you can start ignoring them, but at least they're trying. And there's something to be said about people who continue to try these days in a noisy world, in a judgy world, um, you know, and a crowded world. So all I'm saying is, dude, you have to know this, like marketing is okay. It's not going anywhere, 
um, you know, data and attention and eyeballs have been hijacked before we've even realized, which is why I love doing this podcast because I don't even need your eyes. There's a video. Hi, if you guys can still see me, uh, if the camera didn't cut out, but, uh, people still need to like, like I like podcasts because it's audio. So you can hear me Oops, as I tap my wedding ring on the table. Sorry, but I love podcasting for that reason, because it can be passive or, you know, you can hear this at the gym on a walk, whatever, but Otherwise, when it's visual and when uh, you're commanding a lot from people, in the attention economy, if attention is the currency, then you're literally asking people for donations, right? So um, I would just say um, to anyone starting a new YouTube channel, to anybody starting a, uh, you know, like a beauty blog or to anybody trying to make an app and then realizing you're going to need to learn about app marketing and why do we care about your app and why are people going to install it and how are they going to keep using it and all those kind of triggers and cues and stickiness. Um, please pay attention to those things because the good news is like, I hate, I hate, I hate on YouTube how you got to make these quirky thumbnails with like silhouette and shadow and big captions, but that's what works. Right. And that's how initially, uh, you know, a lot, like, I read something like 80% of views on YouTube come from the right column. So it's not like people are searching for your stuff, but like your stuff comes to the right of whatever somebody else is already watching. And obviously the more people who discover you, the more people end up listening and watching and reading and commenting and engaging and all that stuff. And ultimately we all want to be heard, dude. You know what I mean? Like I'm happy that you guys have given so much love to this podcast. Numbers have yet again doubled. So thank you guys. Like we're going to cross a very big milestone very soon in the next few weeks, but it's all because, you know, persistence and keep going. And, uh, you know, I tweeted something the other day that, you know, everyone likes to harp, like knock on education right now. And that's true. You know, um, what you can learn in a, in like a random college about digital marketing, whatever you can learn, like at an ISB digital marketing MBA program, if they even have that, I'm assuming all that SEO, Google analytics, conversion optimization, email list building, all that stuff you would learn in like a $500 online course as well. Right. So, um, that's not to say that education is, is outdated. Maybe some of it is, but you know, education might be a bit overrated, but discipline is severely underrated. So, um, I urge anyone as always with the creativity hacks, photography, for example, many of you, I know want to be photographers, you want to get better at it. So, uh, you know, once you start taking those pictures and learning about the exposure triangle, aperture, ISO shutter speed, and all of that, eventually look at other people on Instagram and see why it is that they're doing well on their bios. Like, is it their Instagram bio? Is it the way that every picture looks kind of the same? That's called a LUT, I think, or a design aesthetic where LUT is like a, basically everyone uses the same sort of filter. So when you look at the grid, it's not like super colorful here and like black and white here, but it all kind of has that kind of rustic or summer or like nightlife sort of feel. So um, kind of rambled again, but I think we have a nice open dialogue always. So I hope that was helpful, you guys. Just remember, if Beyonce, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Google, Microsoft, LinkedIn, Facebook, if they all do advertising and marketing, uh, there's probably a big chance that you need to, in whatever field you're in, whether it's entertainment, whether it's writing, whatever, you probably got to do it too. So let me know your questions. Let me know if you have any other topics you want me to talk about. I've been Sanjay Manikthala. I'll see you guys next week. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. A birdie num num. Yeah, that's right.